In this episode of the Everyday Explorer podcast, we're talking about hopping on two wheels and exploring the world by bike. For this chat, I'm joined by Scott Whitlock, a man who's dedicated his life to cycling. He does a school run by bike, he's been on countless cycle trips, he writes about it, and in a couple of weeks, he'll be crossing Kazakhstan on the saddle. This episode is packed with fun, so enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Everyday Explorer podcast, a series that inspires you to discover your doorstep and beyond on a daily basis. This podcast is brought to you by gottakeepmoving.com and I'm your host, Emma Higgins. Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Explorer podcast. This week I am joined by Scott Whitlock. Hi Scott. Hello there, Emma. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. You sound very chirpy and happy. That's my persona. Just excited to be here. I like to As always. <laughs> so, Scott, you are a cyclist. Uh, yeah. First and foremost. Well, first and foremost, you're a man. You're a human being and then yeah. you're a cyclist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell us more about your experience with cycling? Yeah, of course. I probably started cycling about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Got slightly obsessive about it. Tried to cycle probably 100 miles a day yeah. oh, on wow. the road and in on the turbo. And at that time, I started writing as well because mm-hmm. I was uh, going off to different places. So to, to help me remember where I've been and what I've done, I used to write, uh, write it down in a notebook and decided to then send that off to magazines. Several magazines used my stuff. And then from that point, it snowballed and I was editor of uh, two national cycling magazines. I've got a book out, which is doing really well. Mm-hmm. And I've got a second one that should be out shortly. And I'm writing my third and I'm cycling has now completely taken over my life. <laughs> I've got, I travel all over the world and I've got a TV documentary coming up. So yeah. So That's from just cycling. Things. Yeah, so many exciting things. I love how you've just turned something like a passion into. You're a very good example of someone who's turned a passion into your. And life. if you, yeah, and if you think about it, it that's the that's what most people's it's idea is. It is because they're <laughs> dream, isn't it? Yeah. To do something that you absolutely love. Yeah. To get the opportunity to see the world. Yeah. And yeah, it's. I can't think of anything better. Yeah. Neither can I. <laughs> Maybe not cycling, because I'm not the strongest cyclist, yeah. but I want to be in many ways. What do you think drew you to cycling in the first place? And why did you end up thinking, oh, I really love this. I want to keep keep doing, you know, 100 miles a day or yeah, like I, that. I think or it, can you pinpoint it? No, well, I suppose it's it, predominantly it's about health. Mm-hmm. So it's fitness. It's something that it allows you to see places. I'm not into walking, not into running. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly like driving. Whereas cycling allows you to do great distances, but you're completely out there. You can see the environment, you can touch, you can the sights, the smells, the sounds. Mm-hmm. You can travel further than you would do as walking. And cars, you, you see nothing. You go from A to B. Right. Yeah. And it's also nowadays, especially in my hometown of Leamington, it's there's constant traffic congestion. Mm. There's roadworks. The bikes just a great alternative yeah. for those headaches when you're stuck in traffic. It's yeah. it is an idea apart from don't don't cycle on the pavement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's it 
there's so many pros about mm -hmm. cycling. Yeah. And there's not really any cons apart from I won't say motor uh, motor uh, drivers, but. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that's what would scare me. I think yeah. is, is drivers. I mean. I um, went out with CMAX, which is they're the old rugby cement works. They are really pushing safety on the roads, uh, and I went out with them. They asked me to go down to look at rush hour in London because mm -hmm. they're really pushing safety. They've got cameras. They've got all these gizmos. So I, I spent two or three hours in the truck going across the city mm -hmm. and the conclusion from that was actually there are good and bad cyclists and drivers. Mm -hmm. It's all about education. Yeah. I think on the whole, drivers are quite respect. I mean, I, this is from my point of view. You can obviously uh, yeah. disagree with me. But I see drivers being quite respectful to cyclists. I mean, I usually give so much space because yeah. I'm terrifying thing. Yeah, yeah. It would be awful. Yeah. And I can't imagine having a car that close to you when you're cycling is a particularly yeah. pleasant experience when you just think, oh, just give me a little bit more space. We call them smithies, which is, sorry, mate, I didn't see you. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had countless, I mean, hundreds mm -hmm. over the years. Yeah. And I think it's just people don't concentrate. Right. But then there are cyclists that don't concentrate. Very there are cyclists yeah. that cycle two abreast, mm -hmm. cyclists that go across red lights, there are mm -hmm. cyclists that cycle on the pavement. And it's all about education. And, and, but I find over here in the UK, we're not as accepting, I don't think, as on the continent, because well, I've cycled a lot on the continent, mm -hmm. and especially in France, they'll, they'll bib the horn when they're approaching. Oh, wow. they'll, you know, they'll wave at you as they go past, whereas I've had a lot more, yeah, a lot of obscenities. <laughs> British people Probably in the UK, yeah, yeah. They've yeah, got places it, to be are. and that's the most yeah, important thing. I is that right. My plan is more important than you being on a bike. So yeah, yeah. sorry, mate, I'm just going to whiz past you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, going back to what you're saying about covering more distances, I think that's something that would draw me to cycling. See, I'm, and I'm sure people listening to the podcast will figure this out about me, is that I'm a hiker. That's like number one is I'm a yeah. walker. But when I speak to my friends who cycle a lot, and they'll tell me the kind of the routes they've taken. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you just go so far, and yeah. I really can't go any. My legs cannot carry me that far. Yeah. You know, I could do something like twenty miles in a day. Yeah. But when you're doing like longer trips, you just sometimes it feels like forever. But wow, you can cover so much on a bike. This. Yeah, and yeah, there are two types of cyclists. Mm -hmm. I class myself as a sort of exploring cyclist, discovering. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I loosely whenever I go anywhere I have a, a loose itinerary so yeah. it'll be a, you know A to B but actually if Z looks interesting yeah invariably I get lost mm -hmm. but if you know I'll do that whereas you've got other cyclists which are real racing cyclists they're all down to time so they just yeah they might as well be in a car because they'll just put their head down cycle 100 miles and won't see anything and I think the whole point of cycling is to discover mm -hmm. and I try I do try to get my kids to cycle and they they do cycle to school and when we go on holiday they'll cycle mm -hmm. but you know with all this modern technology now I, ipads but just to experience the outside to to and, and to be able to go you know 50 60 miles most people can achieve that because you don't have to rush you yeah. don't take that much fitness yeah so that's why i think i was keen to get a cycling episode in the podcast because i think it's a really great way despite not really doing it much myself I think it's a really great way of discovering wherever you are. You yeah. can basically pick up a bike yeah. wherever you are. I mean, they're so common in, in even if you're away in Europe, bike hire is so common and so affordable. Uh, it's a really great way to discover. But also if you're at home and you don't really get a chance to get away, having a bike gives you a lot of freedom to 
uh, to get out there. Uh, yeah, totally. And the thing is, nowadays, most companies do a cycle to work scheme. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I think it's up to a maximum of a thousand pounds where you can buy, you know, practically any bike mm-hmm. of very good quality for a thousand pounds. And within that, you can get helmet, mm-hmm. you can get all the equipment. So it's there, there is, there's the options there yeah. for people to use it. It's just about self-motivation. Right, yeah, exactly. It's the same as joining the gym, you know, especially with our climate. Well, I, we have to get used to our climate. And yeah. I, I'm a nice, if, if the weather's bad, I always have this thought in my head that actually there's, there's no such thing as bad weather. Mm-hmm. There's bad clothing. And very true, very yeah, true. Yeah, and it's, as long as you wrap up warm, a crisp winter morning is absolutely ideal to cycle. Oh, they can be beautiful. Yeah, and then and, you know the summers are nice, but sometimes it's very it's difficult to cycle when it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's not the most enjoyable experience. You hit the nail on the head. There is there are loads and loads of rental opportunities across the world. You know, mm-hmm. I've been to China and you can hire them in the hotels. It seems I think cycling's really picked up. It has really picked up since the Olympics when they won the gold medals. Bradley Wiggins and of Bradley Williams winning the tour, but then Laura Trot winning the gold medal. It's a sleeping sort of sport, but now it's really blossomed. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, it's amazing to see how many people on a Sunday morning are out in the country lanes cycling mm-hmm. with yeah. their like with their lycra on. I'm, yeah, I, I, I look desperate. <laughs> and like, yeah. I look Spot like a twiglet. I look like a twiglet. <laughs> I've got, from, I've got photography the proof if you want to see. It. <laughs> I don't, I've got all that mental images with me now. I think so it's on Twitter, so you'll have to look on Twitter. <laughs> Girls got Twitter to see you looking like a Twitter. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I think, and I think something that um, I love about cycling, in the same way that I do love about walking as well, is that it's something that is just loved by people the world over. There are people in villages in Africa that ride a bike mm-hmm. and cycle to work and mm-hmm. things like that. And just all over the world, the simple pleasure of riding a bike is something that I think unifies us in so many ways and unifies people from everywhere. Yeah, I, I think, because I've been to China, mm-hmm. the bikes, there's bikes everywhere yeah. and it's very hard to distinguish between actually are they using them because that's the only mode of transport they've got right. or are they using it for leisure. I think in this country, we majority, majority of us use them for leisure. You know, yeah. they don't, you know, how many cars I see that at rush hour have got one person in. You know, and okay. a lot of, and, and don't get me don't get me start <laughs> don't get me started with the the school run. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's I because I cycle every day, and I will cycle my my son to school every morning. Mm-hmm. And we, we only live two miles, three miles from the school. How many people turn up in there? I call them Chelsea tractors, but they're Land Rovers. And um, I should also give people background on Leamington Spa. That's very Leamington. Yeah, yeah. We're totally, in Leamington Spa, totally. and, and Scott happens to live in Leamington, where I I grew up in Leamington, so I've come here to Leamington to do that. So I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and and but then they live a mile away from school, yeah. and actually they could cycle. And actually I know for a fact. Oh, walk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, walk. You walk, don't need to be walk, on the road. Walk. Or I know for a fact if I spoke to their kids, they say I'd love to cycle. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah, just don't get the opportunity. So. And I think I used to cycle to primary school when I was eight, nine. Mm-hmm. And I, I, okay, it was I still lived in Whitnash, which is uh, you know a suburb of Leamington. But nowadays, we as parents, and I'm guilty of it, try and wrap our kids up in cotton wool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think social media hasn't helped. No, not at all. Because you know we have this all oh, there's bad people in the world. Naturally, there's always been bad people in the world. <laughs> yeah. But people now are we using, know about yeah, them. <laughs> people are using it not to get out on the bike. That's what mm-hmm. it is, aren't they? Yeah. And it's just if you're with them, it's the same. As you, you know, driving them to school comes with its dangers. 
walking them to school. You're, you're with them. Nothing, nothing is gonna happen. If yeah. you're driving, if you're walking or cycling, yeah. two miles down the road, yeah. it's actually it's give them some fresh air. Start their day off with and some I, energy. And I agree. Look, the whole big topic now is about sugary drinks. Right. Well, actually, my opinion is, if you cycle or you regularly exercise, mm-hmm. you can eat whatever you want in moderation. It's because we're not. We, we we're need not to moving. be. A, we need to be a bit more proactive when it comes to exercise mm-hmm. and cycling's great it's a great alternative great way to get it yeah, is to get into and one of the things i want to bring into this episode as well is that something like cycling to work isn't really easy way to start doing it yeah because oh, you well, make that. that journey you yeah. make that journey to work and and, and it's something that then day. becomes just habitual you just do it i can see where people might struggle with clothing right because they've got to get to work. So what mm. clothing do you wear? If you wear a suit, do you leave your suit at work or do you? Yeah. yeah. So there's that, the logistical sort of yeah. nightmare. But yeah, it beats, you beat the traffic. It's healthy. Yeah, you're starting the day off with, most people go, or some people go to the gym before work or at lunchtime or something. You can cut, I mean, you can switch that out for cycling to work and you're doing like a good, good workout. So that's time. It's green as well. Exactly, yeah. There's so many benefits. Okay, so what are some of your more memorable trips that you've taken by bike okay um <laughs> too many yeah yeah he's looking up into the distance no, yeah. now, <laughs> okay which one just rattling, rattling I, through them in your head i seem to always end up being asked to go to the loire valley in france oh, yeah. so le mans uh, angers alençon mm-hmm. loire valley has just got everything it's you've obviously got the river chateaus mm-hmm. and i i find the french we have this stereotype, and I don't know if it's the older generation mm-hmm. that the French hate the English. I've <laughs> never found that. Yeah, it's one of those stereotypes that I just don't. It's not. It's not a thing anymore. It's not. No, we need to, we need to get over it. We all need and, to get and, over. and the thing with cycling in France is that because their population is approximately the same as ours, mm-hmm. but the country is so much it's bigger. Huge, yeah. You never see anybody. Wow. The, the roads are just deserted, mm-hmm. and it's just absolutely amazing. This and. And because you've got the Eurovelo uh, route network, which connects basically the whole of continental Europe, mm-hmm. and I think it goes through, there's seven routes that go through France, you, you can just cycle. You don't have to be on the roadway. You know, you can cycle on greenways that we have there, and the food's great. Oh, food's so good. That, yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, that would be like a, a dream for me. <laughs> yeah. If I got into it, which I will one day, I promise. I feel like I have to make that promise to you. One day I will, like to cycle between... I'll hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> I'll just turn up on one of your trips one day. Yeah. Like, Scott, you told me. <laughs> you told me to get into it, so I'm here. And you'll be like, really, I'm not with me. Yeah, cycling between villages, just eating through France. I mean, I that would be amazing. It is, it is, and France is, is, is a big place for me. It's got fond memories. But also, I was recently in Serbia, and I was asked to go out to look at sort of their cycling infrastructure. I was absolutely amazed, gobsmacked by how cheap it was still yeah, yeah it's crazy cheap. cheap to stay to eat the cycle routes were sort of raw mm-hmm. but they were they have got that infrastructure there is a you know there's signage but it was just it was just magical and i think what what sort of was the best bit was the people because they've been through so much in the last 15 20 years yeah yeah so recently they were well. so proud to be serbian that i think that's their major asset so did have a profound effect on me actually and as soon as i was on the plane back i was cycling all the companies that i deal with saying look forget the alps uh-huh. forget spain forget france if you want somewhere that is new and fresh 
You need to come to Serbia. Yeah, yeah not, but I've been lucky. I've been to China cycling, and the world is a big place. And how much Very of it do you really place. get to see? Mm-hmm. Probably get to see more on a bike than you would hiking, though. You would do. And he's <laughs> pointed at me just like, yep, you're doing it wrong. You definitely would. I mean, there are some trips that I know that I want to do. Like, I've always wanted to do it. Well, I've always wanted to walk across the country, and that's quite accessible, especially if you choose a really thin country. Mm. <laughs> you can just do that, hop mm. across it. But there are trips, you know, where I know that it's just cycling is the option. That's the, you know, I want to do something in Southeast Asia and I'd love to go all the way through. And, and hiking it, I just have to take so much time out that it just wouldn't be feasible. But cycling it is a really accessible way to discover. For example, I, I cycled the Camino de Santiago from saint jean pierre de port through to Santiago. And it was about 800, 850-900 kilometres. Right. And I did it on a folding bike and it took me eight days. I think it was eight or nine days right. trying to get the scar from my memory um but um normally walking it it takes 30 days minimum and you could probably do that quicker on a bike even quicker than eight days Mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't be as enjoyable but that's really great for people who are short on time which is kind of what the podcast is all about is that people that don't have you know weeks and weeks and months to take off a year if you've got two weeks get get on a bike and you can see so yeah, and you weeks. do see you see yeah. exactly what a hiker would see. Okay, it's a bit quicker, but you get to achieve. I think it's that whole achieve achieving more. You feel mm-hmm. that you've achieved more. That actually, I've done sixty kilometers, whereas actually that might t- that would probably take two or three days if you were walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you achieve, but you also get to see the same landscapes, the same countryside, the same people, the same mm-hmm. ramshackle bus shelters, you know, yeah. the dodgy restaurants, the, you know, the nice restaurants. <laughs> the nice but, yeah, restaurants. Yeah, dodgy the restaurants. But yeah. you get to, and then the people, you get to, you know, for me, exploration is, it's just immersing in, in the culture and the people mm-hmm. and just discovering how they live. And Yeah, and I think people get quite curious when they see you, like, pull up into a village on a bike with your, your um... Panniers. Panniers, yeah. <laughs> um, Pockets. <laughs> I was doing, yeah, if, for those listening, I was kind of doing, uh, my hands are up next to my hips going, what are those things that you carry? <laughs> yeah, I think if I saw anyone with their bike all packed yeah. up with all this stuff coming to a village, I'd be like, oh, where are you, where are you cycling most from? Where are you cycling to? Most people that I speak to whenever I do my cycling, they always say, why? Because they, they can't understand why you would want to cycle 100 miles in a day. Mm-hmm. You know, just get on the bus or get the train. Or, uh, actually, no. That's, yeah. that's the whole point. That's this is what I want to do. You know, if someone hasn't kidnapped my kid and said, you've got to cycle 100 <laughs> miles a day. You can only collect on <laughs> <my> bike. <laughs> and like, I've got a trip coming up to Kazakhstan in September. And the, there is no brief. You could just drop us out of a helicopter. And that's okay. it. We just want to, you know, okay, we'll have some sort of itinerary. And at least yeah. we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. But... If we get lost, that's I actually enjoy, I'm very good at it. Yeah. But I actually enjoy getting lost. Yeah. I it's, like to do that when I'm walking. I like yeah. to do that as well. And, you know, end up in someone's garden or you know. I yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's that 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 to me is the whole point of the me travelling. It's it, the whole yeah. point of me doing these things. If I had a set itinerary, I'd self-analyse myself and think, well, I haven't done A to B. Why? Why haven't I done it? Actually. Mm-hmm. Loose is a real good term for my itineraries and my yeah. cycling. And I think, I mean, that's something definitely to embrace the cycling. If you're on a train, you're on a track, that's it. You can't go off route. But that's the beauty of cycling, is that you can just kind of like wander in any direction. Yeah. You can, you're going slow enough so that you can see yeah. something. You see a village that isn't necessarily, it's off the road that you're 
cycling on and isn't necessarily what you plan to do but you think oh that looks nice let's go over there and you can just yeah make make your own rules and make it make it up as you go along and i think you hit the nail i've been on so many trains because mm-hmm. i traveled down to london a lot and yeah. in spain and france and how many times i've looked out the window and thought oh that looks really great yeah well, where is it well, you know i'll never find and it and then it's again. gone and i'll never find what's it what's the chance of you actually yeah. looking at it and <laughs> um, so because you're going at that slower pace on a bike, you, you do get to see so many great places. Mm-hmm. Everybody should cycle. That's yeah. my opinion. The only time I've cycled, really, I was in Anglesey. Oh, nice. In Wales. And uh, on that holy island bit, which is where Southstack is, where the cliffs are absolutely yeah. beautiful. I just decided, to, I was like, yeah, I'm going to hire a bike. And I went in with <laughs> all this enthusiasm. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I can ride a bike. It's ridiculous. I can ride a bike. As, as it stands, yeah. like, I can ride a bike. I'm not going to be off it. But I, did, I just had no idea that it was going to be that difficult. <laughs> I just remember looking down at the bike, just thinking, how, is, how, am, I just not, how am I not doing it? Am I doing something wrong? Obviously, I was like playing around with the gears. Mm-hmm trying to figure out which one I was supposed to be and I just went in I went in with two I was too confident and <laughs> all my dreams were shattered I still did like I did a little it's only like 10 mile circuit yeah so I still did it but just wasn't as successful as I imagined it to be maybe I imagined that the wind through my hair just like pleasantly going which it was when I was on flat bits I, but there's nothing can compare to cycling on the road or out in, you it know was... you can go on the, you can go in the gym on the what bike or and even though with the incline, you can, you know, you can put yeah, inclines it's not, on it. It's, it's not, not the same. No, it's the, you'll find that as a cyclist, roads that you travel constantly in a car, you think there's no, there's no hill, there's no incline. <laughs> yeah, you wait until as soon as you get on a bike, mm-hmm. even though they're probably gradual inclines, mm-hmm. you feel it. Oh God, you feel it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting it at all. But I'm the kind of person, if I'm not great at something or... I get really stubborn and I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm mm. going to do this. <laughs> so I did, I did the circuit I always tended to do. It was unfortunate that very soon into that route I was doing, it was a very, very steep incline. I was like, no, I have to get off. Have did you get, get off and walk or did you go back? No, I got off and walked up yeah, the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, at least I carried on. It would have been very easy for me to just turn yeah. back, but it was, it was... I think definitely... general fitness... Because if you're not used to cycling, different muscles, different. Yeah. Muscles. I can hike I, twenty miles easily. And I would struggle with that. And yeah. I, you know, I cycle every day. And as soon as I get on a bike, in whatever context, I can cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle, completely not out of breath. I go and play football with the boys. Keeling five over. minutes, ten minutes, I'm out of breath because yeah. it's different muscles. It's different, it's different muscles. muscles. Yeah. It takes time, but eventually, if you do it a day every day, or you do it once a week or twice a week that general fitness will come and it, it makes you feel good it's that, yeah it does that endorphins or whatever mm-hmm. that, i don't know what the medical <laughs> well, crap we is don't about. need to get yeah. into the science but it makes, you feel, it makes you feel good and, and actually you can have a burger afterwards you need the carbs yeah you need i don't drink, i don't drink but you can have a bite afterwards <laughs> it, 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 because you feel that you've achieved something and I, okay so in terms of advice that would be your your i guess your yeah. first piece of advice then just practice makes perfect <laughs> little yeah. bits little yeah. bits at a time and, just and get into it you try and cycle with other people I find, I right. find that's you, know, you can go to a cycle clubs on a Sunday now and yeah. I'll do a, a group ride or go and cycle with your kids you just yeah. use it as a bit for, take it. Take your bikes on holiday because yeah. then you, you can go and explore with the kids and the kids would love it I'm, you know we've all been kids you know a long time ago I can't remember <laughs> but the kids will love it and it's always good to have somebody that you know if you're not feeling brilliant but your buddy's coming around on the bike yeah. they, could, they sort of cajole you along and you can 
Yeah, I probably could have used someone else just to be like, no, yeah. you're all right, don't worry. Just, yeah. keep, just keep going, you're all right. So in terms of finding routes yeah. to cycle near where you live, where would you suggest? I mean, with, I guess you've got advice for British people. Anyone yeah. else listening probably has something. I, the best thing, the best tool is the internet. It's a wonderful thing. You know, you can put any Google search and it will come up with routes. Mm-hmm. I don't even think there's a specific website, just yeah. the, the internet. Mm-hmm. You can put cycle from A yeah. to B mm-hmm. and it'll, and it'll, it'll fire up and it'll give you itineraries. It'll give you, like, like I mentioned about France, it'll give you the, the Loire Arvelo website. If you are in the country, if you're on the ground, most tourist offices mm-hmm. or even libraries. Oh, yeah have cycle routes you know everybody's really into it now it's, they're, they're trying yeah, to push this green it. sustainable travel even the councils which you know they'll put stuff in the libraries has got cycle routes that you can use like in france spain if you go to libraries they'll and i i have this sort of slightly bizarre attraction to leaflets i don't know what it is no i do i love that you said attraction though. yeah i do have this attraction it's that <laughs> Love a good leaflet. Seriously, I'm coming across as a bit of a weirdo. But but I do, whenever I go somewhere, I have to get leaflets about, you know, so cycle routes. Mm -hmm. I never go back to these places. Yeah. But I I always seem to have to, yeah, it's that. I like things on paper as well. I don't want want to be getting out a phone all the time if I want a bike. I just want. Yeah, that tactile sort of map. Want you know, something, in there. something you can see. Yeah, that's what I. Would... That smells slightly fusty because it's been in a, you know, it's been damp and. Yeah, yeah. The internet's a great tool. Mm-hmm. I use it all the time. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> but not necessarily recycling, yeah. but I will do. Um, and in terms of gear, I think people might get caught up on in thinking that they need snazzy yeah. stuff. Yeah. No. 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 Just shaking your head. No. I, Same with anything. I, don't I think, think you can get good quality stuff from someone like Sports Direct. I don't know if we can use this as a community. It's all right. Other, other uh, uh, sports but, shop are available. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the lower end sort of, as long as you get yourself a T-shirt that's sort of, I'm trying to think of it, is it dry wicking? It's the pulls yeah, yeah, something yeah. that wicks. Yeah, yeah, it's like, a, uh, breathe, the moisture uh, breathable, breathable. breathable, yeah. Something like that in the summer shorts, but I tend to wear shorts with leggings. Right. We're a bit like lycra leggings. I yeah. can't wear them without Twiglet. shorts. Again, it's twiglety. Um, a helmet. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't tend, and this is, I don't tend to wear a helmet. But I, Scott, I, I don't think I know, that. I don't know if you're used to, you should say that. I, but, I, but then I force my kids to wear a helmet. So you should do. Yes. Um, yeah, it's always very good. Very safe. Wear a helmet. Um, Opening car doors are frightening. Yeah. If you're in a city. No, it's car true doors, that over the top. Yeah, not good. So wear a helmet, please. And get a, a waterproof top. And yeah. Try and wear some high vis. Yeah. You know, I, again, this the trip I did when in London, mm-hmm. the driver, he, he's like, a, he's, he teaches the drivers. He was talking me through his opinions on cyclists. Mm-hmm. He was saying, we saw cycling in a suit mm-hmm. with a pair of high vis gloves. And we're like, well, actually, that person's recognised that they need to be seen. Mm-hmm. So they pick the smallest piece of attire. I know, well, you wouldn't see it. And the most that. expensive for, for the mid- <laughs> Yeah. And you think, wear a high-vis jacket, yeah. lights, always have lights on your bike. Yeah. But you can get all this stuff through the Cycle to Work scheme as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can get all the all the equipment mm-hmm. and a lock. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, a lock. Okay, yeah, especially if you live in a city. Yeah. Okay, Scott, so if people want to hear more from you about cycling and your adventures, where should they go? Okay, I've got... Um, a Twitter page, 
which is predominantly for my book, Simple Words from the Saddle, mm-hmm. which is at, I think it's at. Saddle Scott, isn't it? Saddle Scott, yeah, you're on. Uh, thank you, you know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look myself up. Oh, that's the word, I hate that that's as a trait. I, I hate I that. Um, I've also, I'm also setting up a magazine called Cadence Cycling Magazine. Mm-hmm. We'll have a website up shortly and hopefully we're going to be out launching for the tour, which is in July, which is more predominantly exploring, discovering, as opposed to road or... Yeah. Um, Ooh, and I've got some, yeah, and I've got some good writers. Stephen Roach, who the uh, Tour de France winner, is going to write for me. I've got some authors that are writing for me as well. So yeah, that's watch out for that. If you check, my, we've got a website for the Kazakhstan trip, which is www.pedaltheunknown.com. So if you want to get, you know, see how we're getting, how we're preparing for that trip, then yeah, just come and have a look. But yeah, and then second book, ingeniously called simply more words from the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> now I've met you, I'm like, that's so Scott. Yeah. Just like, actually, you know what? Let's just keep these suits. Let's keep it simple. Yeah, that's um, that should be out. I've got the second proof, so that should be out. Wonderful. Probably in the summer. Yeah. But yeah, just come and say hi on Twitter or. Fantastic. And I've got a blog as well, but I, I I have no clue. If you go onto my Twitter page, should, my blog, my so. blog, yeah, simple seven. At, I don't. See, I'm you not don't know like you. Yeah, yeah. I I put stuff on there, and you know. Yeah, come Fantastic. and say hi. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom and advice and little stories. It's not a problem. And hopefully it will inspire at least me to get on the saddle. <laughs> I don't think it's highly likely though, do you? I just love hiking. Anyway, yeah. no, it will, it will, it will, it will, I promise. Yeah, I've already promised it to you and I've promised okay. it to the people listening. Yeah, on, on, on. You we can't go back on it now, now. you know can't that. Go back on it now. No. I'll be badgering you every <laughs> yeah. week. Ever. Just all these <laughs> tweets going, do you start? I haven't seen a picture yeah. of you on a bike. That's yeah. it. Every time I tweet something now, I'm going to put you, I'm going to see, I'm going <laughs> to tag me in it. Tag you in it, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Right, with that, <laughs> thank you so much mm, for, that's a pleasure. for joining me. Thank you. Don't forget to visit gottakeepmoving.com forward slash podcast and check the episode notes where you'll discover more of Scott's story. In there, you'll also find a link to a story about solo travel and cycling written by Dave Gill, who biked thousands of miles across North America and has some truly inspiring advice to share. That's gotta keep moving.com forward slash podcast.